I'm going to pretend <laughs> that the theme music is playing <laughs> and do the very beginning. Oh, oh the, the, we'll weird, uh, the weird podcast music. My daddy may now make an announcement. What really was my idea to have you do this with me? Right? Yeah, it was a bad idea. I don't know why you did that to We yourself. haven't even started, and I'm, I'm already having You're already regretting it just a little bit? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Okay, ready? Shh, be quiet. Don't talk. Okay, whatever you do. What's your name again? How do you... I don't know. Okay. We're listening to The Bitterest Pill. Welcome to The Bitter's Pill. It is uh, Dan Class. I'm recording live under the flight path at uh, Los Angeles. Oh, God. International Airport. And I know it's season two and I'm not supposed to be under the... I know. I know. We're supposed to be in Orange County, but we're not because we come here on the weekends. And today is International Podcast Day, September 30th, 2017. So uh, we're doing a podcast and in celebration... <laughs> <laughs> of International Podcast Day. I have a very special guest um, here in what we call the studio, but she knows that it's really just a drywall box in our garage. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever on The Bitter's Pill, my daughter, <laughs> Princess Tyrade. <laughs> oh, wow. I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah. That's great. So this is Tulu class. Say hi. Hi there. So... Um, I see. I had forgotten that I used to call you Princess Tyrade every once in a while on these recordings. Yeah. And someone reminded me the other day. Well, it's actually a month and a half ago, but you know what I mean. Um, how are you, darling? I'm quite. So, listen. Right. What what changed that you finally agreed to even do this? Pure boredom, I guess. With your the rest of your life. Yeah, I mean, even though everything is more complicated, yet I'm still left bored on the couch. <laughs> I don't know how to work that out, but... So will you explain uh, very briefly your general um, age, school grade situation? By the way, we don't refer to the name of your school, not to complicate things. <laughs> I can always edit it out, but... So how old are you? Where are you from? What's your zodiac sign? Don't do the zodiac sign. Uh, I'm an Aries. Um, <laughs> I had to. I'm sorry, Dad. Um, I'm Tulu class. Yeah. Yeah. 14? 14. And a half. And a half. Oh, yeah. Holy cow. In a I'm couple days, officially like... Crazy, right. man. Right, Time man. flies. Ooh. Just yesterday, I was finishing my ice cream cake. Anyways, um, I feel like I'm hearing myself in the future right now. You are. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, you're in ninth grade, which I'm means high school. Grade. Yes. And you go to some kind of funky uh, performing arts... But yes. it's not performing arts. Mom No. Mom kept not. saying earlier it's performing specific. arts. It's specific. An arts school. School. We went over that. Yeah. Some of them are performing. Yes. But some of them uh some of them are just are not sla performing. Yeah, slacking off and being assholes, yeah. Pretty much. But in in an artistic way. But in an artistic way. With flair? Yes. At my school you're accepted whether you're, you know, artsy or not or you know, mean. But how do, how do you accepted. slack off like an art student? Like, how, how, how does that work? You, you slack off by, you know, just doing only a few commercials a year and, you know, only keeping your grades at A's. It's pretty much slacking off. Really? Yeah. Do a lot. Of, do you think a lot of the kids that go to your school do commercials? Is that a common thing? It's it's almost scary how common it is. Really? Yeah. The reason I'm so shocked is um, your <laughs> school is 
40 miles from the nearest commercial audition, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Because when you were doing that for a brief time when uh, you were 10, <laughs> yeah. it was tough enough to drive from here at yeah, the to airport Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. into Hollywood. Yeah. Can you imagine driving from Santa Ana or wherever in Orange County just for like... Yeah, why would you want to do that to yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Cattle call. Well, and it's insane because, you know, there was a girl in my Lytton comp class who just... She's in... Um, an actress and she talks about like oh yeah you know had a couple commercial auditions and now I'm, you know reading for a movie and she just kept rattling on and yeah. I felt so small yeah but you used to do that too but you didn't drive 45 miles yeah to get there yeah no I mean it was annoying enough just having to drive you know from LA to Hollywood or wherever it was yeah over the hills you know right yeah um I'm trying to think of what the biggest thing is that you ever auditioned for. And I just, I just realized what it's it is, but do you, Steve, either Steve Jobs movie or the house on the prairie. Yeah. One. I think it was house on the prairie. I think a little, little house, house on the prairie. Sorry. It's a little house, not, big, but big house. Uh, I don't know that they ever actually made that movie. They did not. <laughs> so yeah, apparently Steve Jobs wins, but yeah. yeah, you auditioned to be his daughter at the age of 12 or something. Yeah. Something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they ended up going much um, darker. Yeah. I think they like did. Like hair wise and complexion yeah, wise. I yeah, think yeah, the girl yeah. they cast was not quite so blonde. Yeah. Blonde, <laughs> blue know? eyed, you know, yeah, white yeah. almost to the point of being paper. Yes. Yes. Nice. Yeah. But the day you auditioned for um, Steve Jobs, do you remember what car we saw? Do you remember? Okay. Do you remember what car we saw? And it yes, might have been the same the trip that we saw. Yes, we yes, saw Ecto One. Yep, from Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters. Oh yeah. oh yeah, I saw that picture. And I think was that the day that we saw Brian Cranston's parking spot? Yes, it was. <laughs> I shouldn't remember that yet. I do. Yep. This is how sad the life of an actual Los Angeles actor is: is mm. that you remember? Oh, remember when we saw the parking spot of someone successful? That was awesome. Yeah. Not actually those experiences ourselves, like, you know, actually getting those jobs. But, um, yeah, you have to live through other people's lives, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But we did. Well, I don't remember which audition it was. It might have been Little House where we started just sneaking around the Sony lot or whatever lot that was. Because oh, yeah. didn't we like sneak onto a couple sound stages or something? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. I just figured I'm with this cute young girl. If we get caught. I'll, you know. Right. Blame it on her. Blame it on me. I'll act like I'm a yokel. Exactly. That's how you get out of things in a, you know, smart way. Yeah. Yeah. Act like a yokel. Because, you know, when am I going to be 12 again and you can use me as Pretty an excuse sure. to do stuff you shouldn't be doing? Never. In fact, you really, you have, uh, th what is it, three and a half years to do weird, wild things. And then once you're 18, you can get arrested. So True. anything like that, you probably, Crap. you should make some kind of like. So Teenage get, bucket list, whatever yeah. that would be called. I have to take your car in the middle of the night or something. Cause I'm, okay, know. that's not the level that I, w I was thinking more like doorbell ditch or something, not oh, take my not car. Oh, felonies? Okay. Right. Oh, well, I only have like, you know, so much time, so I might as well do what I can. Yeah, but don't start at the top of the like. Do you understand? Start slow. But wouldn't then... They know that I'm a troublemaker and that I can't do all the stuff I want to do. Like, Oh, I see. Car. So you before I mean? you establish that you're a problem. Yeah. Get a few felonies in there a and then of... go down to door ditch ditching. Right. That's right, right, not right. how you say it. I'm sorry. 
Door. What did door, you say? Door, door ditching. Ditching. <laughs> yeah. Ditch, ditch the damn door. <laughs> ditch. Ditch. Ditch the. Or put the door in. How a simple were things when I was a kid that that was something interesting to do? I, I know. know. You know what we'll do? We'll go next door. And we'll ring the doorbell. And run away. And then we'll run away. We'll show them. Can you tell we had no iPads whatsoever? <laughs> yes. You did not have Minecraft. So we didn't have Minecraft. We didn't have anything. We didn't have Pong at that point. Yeah. We had doorbell. Like, you that didn't was have the- ping either. No. That What? Ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> we had ping pong. We had ping pong. Because that's pretty analog. That's like really? a little white Hitting ball. And t- a little white ball and two pounds. You know? Yeah. 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 Okay. They've had that for a long time. Mm. But when the cutting edge electronic toy is your neighbor's doorbell, that's sad. It is. Well, right? and then you got to motorcycles and, you know. I, I did personally. Yeah, that's yes. true. I was very lucky. Yeah. Yeah. We did a little motorcycle riding. Mm, yeah. You've told me. Yeah. The your grandmother has stories. told you. I really should have sat down with uh, your grandmother at some point and said, hey, listen, can you not tell about, you know, any story where the cops were involved, can you just not? Well, then she would have nothing to tell me story-wise with you. No, there were, the cops mm. only came to the house, I think, once or twice. So the other stories would be like you scaring your sister out of a window yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The cops, that was just, uh, we may or may not have allegedly been riding motorcycles on the street a lot. Yeah. When, when we were, were like supposed, 16. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the police just were inquiring. Yeah, having Friendly to be in your neighborhood. By. Yeah, right. Just as my friend was dropping me off on his motorcycle. Yeah, and he used to, you know snuck through the back door. Yeah, yeah, that was. It was just out of it was that one time. Mm-hmm. One time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and that, and that makes sense. Right. Completely. Right. No questions asked. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, Tulu, what are you about? What's the story? You're no longer. So, when you were little, I was little at one point. Yes. Hudson was like the little cherub boy. Yeah, that he everyone loved. He was so loved. cute and gentle. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. loved him. Mm-hmm. And everybody loved you too, but you Bullshit. were more of a rascal. Shocking. <laughs> shocking. Why do you say that? What do you mean shocking? It's not a, it wasn't a matter of well, opinion. You were a rascal. And I'm using the word rascal to, well, I, I mean, mean, you were baby Zilla. We would build. Well, if I was, a, you know. I mean, that's only... the way it worked. We would build a town out of Legos and you would destroy it. Well, if I hadn't had, you know, a brother that everyone loved, you know, they would freaking lay gold at his feet. And then I probably wouldn't have destroyed everything he did. Jeez. <sighs> Listen, so, can, can I ask you a question? I guess so. Are you going to be one of these younger sisters that goes through life complaining about how awesome their older brother is? Yes. Because... <laughs> yeah, I started doing that a while ago. Really? It's my It's my exp- explanation for, you know... Don't do that. All the opportunities I didn't take. Because you're, I don't want to name names, but someone I know's sister mm-hmm. still complains about having to follow this person into high school. Because this person, you know, graduated high school before this person's sister. All right, this is your aunt, your aunt Danielle. Shocking. The point yeah, is. I couldn't tell. Right, like, I go into high school, I pave the way, I, I make sure all the doors are open for the class family, and then she shows up and complains that all the doors are open. Bitch. Right? Yeah. Right? And to this day, or maybe not to this day, but deep into her 40s, ago, yeah. she was still complaining about how, I don't even know what. I thought, I, listen, I thought I was... Doing know, a good job, yeah. Hell yeah, man. 
Hey, no F word. I'm sorry. You can believe You are a potty mouth. Where do you think I got it? Your mother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shocking. So you used to be a dancer? Or you are a dancer who just isn't dancing at the moment. Like, how, what, what's your relationship I'm to dance right now? Are you? We'll, we'll say we'll use the word retired. I used that word actually the other day to describe it. Yeah. Oh no, it was today. Uh, it was somebody, today? somebody was asking me. So what's going on with Tulu and her dance? And I said, Oh no, no, she uh, retired. Well, yeah, because I mean, danced competitively for a very long time. Well, not very. how long though was it? I think it was seven. It had to be, right? Something like that. Because you're 14-ish now. At least we're going to lie about that. Just, you know, give me some credibility. Well, yeah, what would sound good? Is seven long enough to sound? Seven, but that's like an unsettling number. That feels like, like weird. Why? Because it's, it's a, a seven. Lucky, unlucky number yeah. seven. It's six is my unlucky. But let's just say eight for, you know. Let's say eight because you, say seem, eight. you do seem more comfortable with eight. I'm okay with eight. Okay. Let's yes. say you danced for eight years. Mm-hmm. And really did very little else, actually, except schoolwork. And yeah, no, I had no life. Sleeping, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now you're retired. I'm at retired. At the grand age of 14. 14. <laughs> <laughs> mm. yeah. But you did very well. Listen, I did. I've bragged about you plenty of times. You won a few awards. A few? <laughs> you won a couple <laughs> wow, of national... That really... Bitchy. No, but, but listen, you kicked a lot of people's butts. I, I, kicked, I kicked all kinds of rat ass. Yeah. Yeah. Was that, was it cool? It, it had to be cool, right? It was, this is going to sound, this is going to sound so arrogant though. Should I say it? I'm going to say it. I right? don't know. Cause I've never heard you be confident about it or talk in that I, way. I know. I grew up humble. Is right. Weakness. Right. Right. See, you're kind of like me though. You get on the mic and you're not as nice as you are in real life. Oh God, no. I'm nice. <laughs> Normally. Not you are really nice in real life. Well, except for mornings. But that's different. That's different. Mornings everyone's not. The worst. Everyone's, uh, you know, an asshole in the morning. Yeah. Um, hey, we don't swear. I mean, I don't know who you think you are that you can just come in here and start raising the level of profanity. Profanity. I will try after to bring thirteen that. or whatever but, it is years. But it, it gives my full, you know, emotion and, and commitment. Right. I understand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What were we talking about though? Um, Dancing. Yeah. So. Yeah. But no. But you. Listen. Let's be really honest. Okay. Let's just. Let's do it. We've never actually been on. Well, this. No, we've talked about who, this. Who do we know that, you know, listens to this on a normal basis? So who knows? No one listens to this on a normal basis. Not true. No one has ever actually listened to this. The only way, you know, I got that award a couple months ago. That's because I know the guy. Like, no one oh, has that ever. that makes sense. I was wondering. Yeah, no, 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 no. Night... I just know that that's a, an old friend of mine, Gary. Yeah. yeah. He, that's, don't worry about that. And the night before he made that, you know, weird plastic award, right? No, I think he sent away for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. He doesn't make awards. I mean, he he did pay for it. Oh, okay. Probably out of the money that I gave him to give me to the give award. To give you the award. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. No, I got it. So, um, no, no, don't worry. Nobody, no, don't worry about that. Um, oh, so you were in this weird position, though, where you were in a dance company. Yes. Now, I'm going to state some things that are my opinion. Okay. That but I'm they not... might sound like facts. Okay. So I'm not going to be attached to these words in any way. No. Okay. But See, then I can't it, is, feel that. it is my opinion. Okay. Because I'm your father mm. and it's very skewed. So yes. if someone were to hear this, that was it's also in your company, bias. it's just father bias. It's just father bias. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> I am of the opinion that you were one of the best dancers in your company. That's my opinion. Okay. Mm-hmm. As your father. But I'm also of the opinion that because of that, you were in a weird position, in my opinion, that 
you had to be super humble to help keep the company together, in my opinion, because in my opinion, you were the best or top two. Yes. The best. So yes. um, how was that? Was that hard? Because this is this started when you were, you know, 12 is young. I mean, you might have even well, been 11. Started, I mean, I don't I mean, even remember at what point this started. This, well, dancing started around seven. But yeah. this kind of situation came came up like maybe nine, ten. It wasn't, you know, very, it was soon after I started that it mm -hmm. started becoming where I had to, you know, be be aware of what I said in front of other people and with yeah. when it came to awards and how... You right. Know, I, I took it. And... Right. Right. Because you guys don't compete against each other in a way. But if there are 100 people competing and six of those 100 are from your studio, you are kind of competing. To, yes. Against yeah. your friends. Yeah. Your friends that you train with for 15 hours a week. Exactly. Right. And it's hard to keep, you know, being friends with them. Because, I mean, and I did throughout, you know, the years of me dancing. Yeah. But it's hard in that situation where it's not something we all think like, oh, yeah, we are, you know, competing against each other. No, you're legitimately in yeah, competition. Like the most literal sense. The most literal sense yeah. of the word. Because at the end of the day, the yeah. people get on a microphone and go, OK, <laughs> and here's your ranking. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. And I remember the first time. I did very, I did really well. I, it was a solo to Pink Panther. Still remember it. Oh, that was so cute. My friend played that song and I shouldn't have remembered as much as I did. Um, but nonetheless, <laughs> I remember crying on stage because I was so happy. That was the only time I cried because like, not, not to sound like a complete, you know, POS. Go ahead, just say it. Just use words. I got, I got used to it. Got used to winning? Y yeah. But there, I don't like say, that. That makes listen, me feel it's like in a the, horrible person. Listen, it's in the past, so you can talk about it. But can with, I? That's the thing. This, this I don't know. thing that I have to be humble with is still, you know, haunting me. Uh, wow, I sound like an animal. No, you don't. No, because listen, the reason I brought it up is because you were in such a strange situation. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And let's be very clear, honey. I know the reality of the situation is, uh, well, I know what the reality of the situation is, and the reality is that you're very talented, but also you worked harder than anyone else. I mean, no offense yeah, to anyone else, but like... It didn't come with luck in any you, way. You no. put your nose to the grindstone and made it happen. Yeah. Right? There were, so, yeah, there were countless weekends where I would... In no mandatory way, I just came to the studio and practiced on my own. I would yeah. get warmed up. I would listen to my music. I would go over my solos, group right. dances. And then we got to the point where the studio owner just gave us a key because we did it so <laughs> yeah, often. <laughs> and yeah. I hate to say it, but we still have that key. We have to get back. Oh, geez. Yeah, I think so. It's okay. okay. I mean, we're we not going to steal anything. Us. Yeah. And, but no, because it, it was very telling. And, and the reason... Part of the reason I wanted to talk about this is just, um, listen, when I was growing up, I thought that I was really talented and that maybe with my talent and charm and my get sexy, sexy, good looks, I could get to the top. Yeah. And then a day eventually comes for anybody that's trying to pursue something like 
dancing or acting or or really probably anything. It yeah. comes down to um, who's willing to do the most work. <laughs> oh, no. You know honestly. what I mean? Like, that's yeah. just the way it is. Like, you know, the funniest comedian is not the funniest comedian because on the day everybody was born, they had a higher they had... comedian number. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. They're the funniest because they want to be the funniest more than the other people want to be no, exactly. the funniest. So, yeah. so I remember on competition days, especially on days where mom was out of town or whatever, we would get up at the crack of dawn. Oh, yeah. One competition was like three in the morning. Right. Yeah. Go to the studio, warm. I mean, you'd mm-hmm. eat, blah, blah, blah. But you'd go to the studio, warm up. The whole makeup process took a long time. So you'd be up and training and getting ready for what felt like six hours or whatever it was before your first number. And you could tell that some of the young women, not necessarily in your company, but potentially, would just sort of like roll out of bed and show up in five minutes and, you know, they'd go on stage. Yeah. So I know you might feel a little weird about saying, well, yeah, I won a lot. I feel less weird about it because I'm aware of like how much you earned it. Like, yeah. like blood, no, blood, yeah. sweat and tears earned it. Yeah. And I often forget that because I had, there was a certain percent of natural born with talent that I had, which was great. I mean, it got me started. Um, but then there's a point for anyone doing anything, even creative, but anything else, mm-hmm. that they stop having their natural talent. And that's when they have to realize, hey, is this something I really want to give my all into? Am I right? Do I really want to do this and put in all my time until because then that's where a lot of people get stuck. Yeah. But then I just kept going and going. And then I ended up being in a point where just not even my opinion here, but just like from history i did do very very well competitions yeah uh competition wise and then you won a couple of national titles, titles yeah right or no, like yeah. miss headliner i don't even i'm not yeah, even clear like high was. scoring number humna humna yeah right but um but but the fallacy is that it's because you're maybe you have some sort of talent yeah or well it's because your parents are friends with the uh, studio you know like why does she but you're confirming what i always suspected which is no it it's and you you are definitely graced with an inherent talent in that area yes you're you're uh the connection between your body and your mind and your soul and your ears and everything is really set up to be a dancer in a lot of ways right i I mean mean, you yeah like there are things that you don't have to work out right yeah emotional connection things well yeah it's always been dance just seemed it was never something i had to think about now often it was when i first started out you know with all the technique and yeah all the like laying down the groundwork Mm -hmm. but then got to the certain point where i would see my teacher do it and then i thought oh well it's not all that hard to make that happen with me. And it was right, just some right. sort of weird switch that happened. Mm. And it still happens today where I just yeah. look at a teacher and then, you know, right. happens naturally with. But, but I think that's movement. part you're being graced with connections that maybe we don't all have that are, mm-hmm. that are really open, Yeah, but also working, working, working at, getting better and better at translating 
you know, whatever that thing is. Yeah. I mean, and it got to a point where it was harder to deal with how the rest of the company would like come back from a competition and how everyone did and how there was a social change every time we came back from a competition. So I had to based on everybody's based on everyone's ranking. Exactly. And that I knew that it wasn't something that I, um, like it wasn't something as much, I didn't love it as much towards the end because I knew once it got harder to deal with that kind of social change mm. than the actual dancing, mm-hmm. it kind of came. <laughs> I wonder if the listeners heard that. Wow. That was annoying. Apparently there's a film festival somewhere tonight at seven. In your computer. That we just got I had to alert. tell you about it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, mm-hmm. computer. But yeah, I mean... It was so difficult, and it got to a point where teachers would be, you know, they they thought that, oh, we don't want to give Tulu any, um, um, like, any favoritism mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. So then mm-hmm. it got to the point where they overcompensated. Com- compensated. <laughs> Do I speak English? I don't know. I think I, um, you've had some lessons. I would hope. Me- meaning that they wanted to make sure that they were giving you plenty of notes so it didn't seem like you were well, not only th- getting treated like the queen of the studio or something. Like, well, what it wasn't. It was also that. But my main point is that um, if someone, for instance, and I'm using ballet terms, but it's not all Please that do. complicated. Um, so let's say someone else in the company did. I'll say turns, but you know, someone else did three or four turns. Mm-hmm. Let's say three, and then if I was in the corner doing four. But the teacher would say, you know, great job, so-and-so, to the person who did less turns than I did. So mm-hmm, it didn't even mm-hmm. make any sense at that point. Mm-hmm. So then it felt like, for a second, I thought, oh, crap, am I doing a bad job? Or are they overcompensating again mm-hmm. for having to give other people more favoritism and favorite? Holy Maybe you should skip that I word. I just need to stop let's, talking. Let's get a thesaurus and find you a Now, you know what? Some of that could be, though, too, because the bit of teaching that I've done, you're trying to move everybody forward, right? Yes. So if someone moves from two turns to three turns... That's great. <laughs> you don't maybe expect them to do four. You're trying, you're still, you're trying to get them to do three. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So um, sometimes it feels like everybody should be striving for the same thing. But then sometimes you realize, no, everybody's at a different place. Yeah. Let's just make sure that wherever they are now, they're a step further yeah. ahead. It was just, it was later. just very frustrating having to. I thought I was doing a good job, and then I kept pushing for so, so long, and then got to the point where I, I keep saying got to the point, and just stop. But nonetheless... No, but that must be what it felt like. I no, mean, it, it right? honestly was, because yeah. then everyone else got more favoritism, so then I kept thinking, okay, this is really jacked up, because I'm over in the corner doing better than other people, but I'm not getting the credit for it, mm. and I understood that I couldn't get all that much favoritism just for like I got it at competitions and that's I think what the teachers thought all I needed mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but then once it came back in the studio I kept thinking well now they're not either they're not giving me any corrections on my dancing or they're giving me too many and then once it got to too many I kept thinking okay are you trying to 
put me down or is yeah. it just yeah. trying to really get me better and everyone thinks, oh, you know, they're just, you know, they're always giving to Luke corrections. He must need to fix a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't necessarily mm-hmm. the case. It was just very, but, it was hard. Honestly. But the, and the whole, the whole situation for anybody, it just sounds like a, a situation wrought with potential social um catastrophes yeah you know what i mean no, really. because because well like like with because because i i used to feel this way a lot about comedy is you all do a show together and in a way after the show it's like your competition you said well there's a change almost almost in the pecking order in a way yeah but people yeah. some people their confidence is up some people their confidence is down but also like oh they killed and i didn't kill they're now higher than you know what I mean, and, yeah, and yeah. people don't really talk about that much. That groups of creative people that aren't competing but are competing have to live in those little worlds. Yeah, and it's so it's so personal, especially with dance, and I mean oh, a lot I'm of sure. other art forms. It's so very personal. It's how you are moving. It's not how right. someone else is moving or someone else's words and your facial expressions with you know some, right, like, right. acting, which is also part of dance. But nonetheless, because it was so personal, yeah. when someone got ranked maybe lower than another person, they were singling you out, especially mm. with solos. They were mm-hmm. talking only about you. You had no one to blame it on. And right. that is when the social chains got really, really hard. Yeah. And then I felt it was just too hard to go to dance every day. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Because you were all feeling so battered from... Yeah. And I had to then pump everyone else up with, you know, if they said like, oh, Tilly, you're so much better than me. How do I respond to that? Yeah, there's I no... I don't know. Like, yeah, there's did I have to say, oh, no, you're, you know, you're, you're being insane. I mean, you're really, really great, which that's what I had to do. Mm-hmm. And that was just kind of something I had to do. And... Mm-hmm. But then I just didn't know how to react to that. And I still have to deal with that sometimes. And I know people are probably going to say, well, wow, poor you. You have to deal with that and be good at dance. But Yeah, but you know what? But but here's the situation you find yourself in now. So let's say that's all true. And poor you being, in my opinion, right, among the best at your thing, right? But you retired. Yes. Right? Yeah. Which means you're willing to set all that aside. And that sounds like bravery to me. Well, yeah. Or insanity. I'm not sure which. No, but you know what I mean? Like, there were plenty of people that would were looking at you and going, well, Tulu, of course, you're going to dance forever. Yeah. I mean, you're going to dance professionally. You're going to blah, 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 blah. No. And you had the self awareness. To say, I mean, I could, but do I want to? Do I have to? No. Because you guys are acting like I have to. People would expect, I mean, as the years came, more and more competitions came. More and more respected competitions came, like YGP, which is Youth America Grand Prix, which is one of the biggest uh, ballet, but also contemporary competitions. Mm -hmm. And that goes from different cities and then... um, from there on, if you do well, they send you to New York. And it, with the years coming, it was more expected that, hey, you've you've been doing this for a while. You must want to do this for a living. And yeah. people would expect, well, Tulu, you're doing really, really well. You must want to do this. 
you know, as your career. And I kept thinking, well, but that's not the case. I I don't Mm -hmm. really want to do this as my career. And if I keep going, I'll find myself in a situation of what else can I do? Right. What choice will I have? What choice do I have now? That's all I've done for now seven, ten, fourteen years, whatever it is, right? Exactly. I mean, and then I, knowing that it wasn't something I wanted to do for real skis, and I can't believe I used that word, but because it wasn't... (laughs) It wasn't something that I, I like. I knew I didn't want to do that as a living. I still love yeah. dance, and I'm doing ballroom now at my new school. But I just, I knew I had to move on to bigger and better things and branch mm-hmm. out because mm-hmm. I knew that that wasn't something I was going to do in the end. Yeah, yeah. And so now, what? So what do you want to do now? Like, what? What's your current? Because you have interests in a lot of places. Like I was, mm, yeah. I was telling someone yeah. today. Um, that you definitely do not lack interests. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, aside from putting yourself through Netflix comedy college. Okay. That was, um, that was not needed. Thank you. See now. What? Did I ruin everything? Yes, you did. No, I've said for years that you have basically Honestly, put yourself through comedy college see, we by joke, watching. But still, like, I actually... There's a part of me that, I mean, I just love comedies, but nonetheless, I actually have learned a lot from watching, you know, Cheers, Frasier, um, I Love Lucy, like, you know, yeah, a lot of good comedies that were really big in their time. Um, what did you just mouth to nothing. me? Nothing. <laughs> wow. I was making a joke. Anyways. Oh. Um, but but yeah, you've that, gone I've through learned... like the evolution of the American situation comedy yeah comedy exactly and i've learned so much from those and not even just comedies but you know all different kinds of genres that i mean i love acting now to the point where that is definitely a possibility for my career Hmm. but i also do love singing and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i still do like dancing (laughs) go from love to like never mind um but Uh, eh, I, i did it for so long that now i'm trying to take a break from it but, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, singing and acting are kind of my main interests right now. Yeah. Um, and are you still writing at all? I haven't been writing as much. Yeah. Um, I've written a f- some stuff lately. I did a while, I did for a while because of, you know, all those, like all the stuff I was going through with dance and, you know, my school and mm. socially oh, and all those changes. School. I had a whole lot of material. <laughs> And yeah. like, and no podcast, and so no podcast. it's got to get out somehow. Yeah. It has to. Yeah. Um, but now because I'm actually, this is going to sound really, really sad, but I'm just going to say it. Um, now that I'm actually happy with my situation school wise and, mm-hmm. you know, artistically, I don't have that much material. That's a shame. And I like That's a horrible position. It's to be kind honest. of, it's a very <laughs> weird position because I want to be able to talk about you know, and write down all those different feelings and mm-hmm. have all of that material to write songs well, also. Well, yeah, but... Oh, enough calendar. Remind um, me to figure out how to turn that calendar thing off. <laughs> yes. But don't you... But I feel like you you needed a break from um, that. <laughs> Whatever no, I, that and was. You know what I mean? I like, did, and like I you're, You seem happier now in your new school than I've maybe seen you in a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you are yeah, yeah. anxious to go to school. You I'm got on time. Fifteen. <laughs> fr- well, yeah, you're on time. Um, 
but it's like 15 new friends a day. You know what I mean? It's just like you're on fire yeah. right now, right? Yeah. And I, one thing I have to say that was great about dance is that those people I had more things in common with. Common yeah, with. yeah, for sure. And at my old school, it was a lot of uh, very sportsy kids. Although I mm. was athletic, for sure. Mm -hmm. But it was, you know... But they were sports. They were they were sports. Kids. Softball, basketball, yeah. baseball. Like I, I had I had friends that actually not not even friends uh, peers that were doing bigger and better things, but in that world, mm -hmm. and I just felt completely out of it. Yeah. Uh, but at dance, I felt like I had a home in that kind mm -hmm. of way. Yeah, and yeah. I thought I had a lot of friends at my old school, but then I realized that I only had one real friend, but two mm. real friends mm -hmm. at that point. And I would make the same similar jokes at school. No one would listen. And I would just be sitting there <laughs> acting like I didn't talk because then no one noticed. So right. why so would I act like, like yeah, okay. waiting for an answer that looks right. really stupid. Yeah. Uh, but I would tell similar jokes at dance and everyone would be laughing you know, their buns yeah. off completely. Their buns and off. Their their buns off. Get it? Yeah. Valley buns. Yeah. Um, but and, now. But yeah. were these uh, dance jokes? No. <laughs> I'm joking. I mean, you joke, but some of them were. But, well, I would imagine it dance probably. Yeah. Yeah, but now, uh, like my new situation, my new school, I actually feel like I can be myself and not have to worry about. Yeah. Wait, if this joke doesn't land, I look like a really big idiot. Mm. Like, that was a really big problem at my school. <laughs> really? I mean, I would worry about, and also because a lot of people were not, I mean, some people weren't really that nice mm. to be completely truthful. I mean, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was, it was kind of the subtext of them being mean. It wasn't, they, they weren't doing anything that was oh, like I a see. category in like, okay, that was, you know, right. really they mean. They were being Chester, nice. Like, you know, they were, were being nice. nice. Yeah. But they weren't being nice. But they weren't being nice. Gotcha. So, yeah. So then I would start kind of being snappy and I would, you know, kind of make fun of other people because they were being mm. quote unquote, yeah, quote unquote yeah. nice. Right. And now being in school, no one is that. No, there's no subtext of being mean. They're either kind of okay, they're kind of a jerk, or it's no, so and so is really nice. So and so is really nice. Yeah. So now I find myself being a nicer person because I'm in a different environment where mm. I don't have to feel like I'm constantly being defensive and yeah, trying yeah. to protect myself from other people. You know, right. being you know, well, and, and part of that could just be. Uh, not to take anything away from your current school, but some of that could also just be the wonderful transition out of middle school. Yeah, and, and knowing those people school. for eight, nine, no, yeah, it was nine years. Yeah, since but also just middle school is a weird, it's a weird time. time. No, it really is. Everybody's just a little, you know, yeah. nuts. And now I find myself, be because of this whole transition, I found more people I'm just closer with now. But, like, you yeah. know, as the days go on and progress... I make new friends and I make new bonds with people that I never thought yeah. I would make bonds with because it was weird going into a completely new environment. They'd already known each other for about two years and I was coming in, you know, a new yeah. kid and I right. didn't know how they were going to take it. Right. My old school, if there was a new kid, you would not let them into your oh kind of God. group. Really? Well, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't said but that you would do that, happen. but it was a matter of like, oh, well, we've been here since kindergarten or some kids from 
um, like yeah. kind of preschool years. Right. right. And I had only come in kindergarten, so they were thinking, you know, oh, you know, the real the real class of you know 2017 is the kids that came in DK is what we called it. Right. And any kid that was new wasn't really <laughs> part of our class, and it was just a right. very weird and odd yeah. situation that it was just. That's crazy. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It, there was no reason to have that. Right. There was no reason to be, you know, shutting people out in that way because you don't know them. Why would you be doing that? Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. That's so weird. Yeah. Hey, um, it's pretty hot in here, isn't it? Are you oh, doing I'm, okay? I'm not all that warm. You're not I mean, that I'm warm? I'm a little warm. I'm actually in front of the light. I don't know how I'm living right now. That light doesn't get that hot, though. Mm, just really light. bright. It's very bright. I'm sorry. I can't sorry see about through that. my left eye very well right now. It's probably been burned, but that's okay. You yeah. have two eyes. It's fine. I have two. I have the other one. It's yeah. fine. I guess what happens is your brain compensates and then fools you into thinking that you have two eyes, but you just have one. Yeah. So you'll be fine. Just don't tell mom, okay? Okay. All right. What else uh, do you want to talk about? Anything? Do you want to talk about how we live in a box behind someone's garage on a construction <laughs> <Sure>. site <laughs> yeah so, that is so the tr so the story so what i was one of the things i was going to talk about when i assumed uh, i was going to record during the week by myself was the journey of finding some place to live in orange county and where that began and where that ended and all that you know what i mean yeah because we were looking for apartments for a while, or at oh. least it felt like it felt oh. like a while, and that's a lot of driving back, yeah. back and forth. The yeah, forty. Some it was literally odd. the last day that we could have been looking for an apartment, right? Or well, any we kind thought, of guest house. So that we, we thought found. we found a place, <laughs> yes. and it was a studio. Now this is three people that are theoretically going to live there, but in a very new building with all the amenities, swimming pool and barbecue that we would never have used, meeting rooms and <laughs> yeah, when would you have? Free Starbucks pods. And it wasn't free. I swear it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't free? free. I didn't think it was. No, free. I think that Starbucks. Those little coffee pods. See, no, we should free. freaking should have lived there. No, because we would have gone nuts. Because because it was, was too bedroom. small. Ping notification. You got to turn it off, man. Yeah, <laughs> but if I turn everything off, then we won't be able to hear ourselves. Oh, how okay. has this not been a problem for 13 years? And now suddenly and now today, when it's I like come, everybody's paying. That's what happens. Right. I bring all you bring things. the attention. Finally, mm -hmm. someone might listen to this show. Wow. Finally. Isn't that just the bitterest pill? It is. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So we were going to live in a super fancy, tiny, tiny, tiny apartment. Yeah. Across the street from the outlet malls. I would have like hidden in the closet and just watched TV. The yeah, entire pretty much. Time. And literally, the day that we had to give them money and sign the contract or we were going to lose our deposit or whatever, uh, to lose mom found a place. Yeah. No, I was giving up. We I had was, given up, right? Yeah. We just wanted to go home. Yeah. Because, I mean, looking for so long, why would on the last day... Right. What are the ever odds? find yeah. anything? Right. What were the chances of that? Right. And it being livable. But we went and saw this place and it's so there's this really beautiful little old house. But in the back is I mean, what do we even have a word for it? I sometimes just, call, we just it, call it cottage guest house. But Co yeah, cottage yeah. to make ourselves feel better. About right. How it's it really it's, somebody built a box behind the garage. Yeah. And now apparently we live in it. Yes. But 
it does have a really cute. I mean, it's you know, it's nice it's in there, right? Inside, it's like a, very nice. Yeah, yeah. It's got a nice kitchen. Better, got the bedroom. We got the ceiling. Uh, yeah, better fans. microwave than ours at home. Better exactly. barbecue. Exactly. Oh, that barbecue. That barbecue is so good. Oh my God. Now, the downside is that um, they are remodeling the house, right? Which means when I'm home alone during the day trying to work, yeah. there are big burly men throwing wood oh, yeah. from, from the, the attic mm-hmm. yeah. down into a pile about five feet from my window. Well, and it makes it easier taking the dog out, having to walk through all the dust and all of them, you know, shirtless smoking yeah. and throwing, you know, right. their cigarettes. Well, and also they've all purchased the widest pickup trucks on the market yes and parked them in a driveway that was probably built in 1930 something yeah so there's there's actually nowhere to walk no no you have to do like a sideways limbo yeah holding the dog holding the dog awesome and you know the like you know so you got the leash you got yeah probably your phone keys you know right exactly you're living but now the good news is Everybody there is super nice. Yeah, at least right? they're not complete hobo jerks. Right. Yeah. Bad news is, so, and I haven't shown you this yet, Tulu. Oh dear. Apparently, this season's American Horror Story. <laughs> you need to show me takes that. Takes place in our town. Yes, our town. Because if you watch, I've only watched uh, the first episode of this season, but apparently. Two of the main characters own and operate a restaurant called The Butchery. That sounds funny. And The Butchery is in our town. Our town. So we live in what I keep expecting to turn into American Horror Story. Yeah. I can see them using that, especially at night with all of like oh my gosh. old architecture, all that stuff. Right. They can go crazy. The little fountain in the center of yeah. town. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And all the, you know, there's enough creepy lighting. Mm. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Beatboxing now. So you're not allowed to watch that show. That would be too creepy. But I will say, so it's called American Horror Story. We'll get a little creepy. political for a second. Oh, no. No, it's called American Horror Story. The You're first, like, views. 10 minutes of the show is all about the election of Donald Trump. And people like <laughs> screaming and crying at their televisions. <laughs> like, there's no same, same question of uh, the political leanings of the creators of American yeah. Horror Story. Which, hey, I am not, <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. All right, but let's not get into that. Listen, we love all our friends. Tulu, how long have we been talking? 48 minutes. Oh my God, is that true? Shirt ball. We've been so serious though, because I want to be very clear. You're not podcast? usually this serious. It's as long as we want, baby. It's a podcast. Usually an hour, though. Okay. What? Sorry. You want to do the longest one? No, 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 no. I was making another joke. Please. Please do. Oh, what I was saying is you've been way more serious, and it's my fault, uh, than usual because um, I kept asking you deep questions. Well, that's the thing. Whenever I'm around adults or there's pressure... You get very I get adult. very mature. Yeah. Yeah, one of my friends at my school was saying, see, my mom thought, you know you and I should try to hang out and see if we're, you know, going to be good friends. And I thought, man, that girl's too mature and freaking stonewall for me to be her friend. And then she realized that I'm kind of not. No, you're a little nuts. Mm-hmm. Nutty. Nut, nutty. How would you describe your personality? Tree nut. Tree nut? Tree nut. Is that a, is that a word? Well, Tree we nut? were talking about 
nutty. Never mind. I'll yeah. Okay. See, these are the jokes that don't land at school. Right. No, I understand. At your old school. Yeah. Well, really what it is, though, is we're sitting in a sauna. I'm not that warm. Are you that warm? Yeah, I'm warm. I'm Maybe you're getting menopause. more of the light. See, actually, I'm getting more light than you are. Yeah, so. you're getting much more. All right. Who's your favorite sitcom character of all those sitcoms that you watch? Norm Peterson. Really? Oh, well, actually, you didn't wait. even have to think about it. See, mm, I, it depends on the show. Okay. All so right, I'm going right, to talk about right. a few different characters Ra- let's, here. Let's rapid let's fire. Ready? Them. Ready? Yes. Okay. I love Lucy. Ricky. Really? Really. Cheers. Norman. Friends. Joey. Really? I love Joey. Aw, Joey. Joey, Joey Tribbiani. Uh, the Office. So you can't you can't go asking me these really difficult questions. I mean, either Michael or Dwight, because Michael is a complete idiot, but you still love him. He's racist, yeah. but you still love him. Yeah, he is inappropriate with it. You know, that's what she said jokes, which I was trying to make earlier. That's why there's random pauses. Gotcha. Um, but then Dwight is just Dwight. It's Dwight. Yeah. So it's really, it's really so. Difficult. Do you mm. agree with the following statement? Our f- neighbor slash former neighbor. Who on this program oh I refer God. to as what? What's his fake name? Like Stephen Whitebridge? Crazy <laughs> Stephen Whitebridge? Oh I think that might be his fake name. But you know yes. what I mean? Yes. Is I our do, our neighbor Stephen Whitebridge Michael Scott? Yes. So there was actually a time when he was trying to come bother us, and I legitimately, for a second, I did think that the TV was on because. Same the, I was gonna say something, but that wouldn't completely. What? I was gonna say. Um, never mind. Anyways, doesn't matter. They've this. His they've, real name's Mike. His real name is Mike. I mean, just to make it worse, his real name his is. His real name is Mike. They have very similar voices. They very, look. They look the same. Right. I legitimately said after he left, "Hey, okay, is Michael Scott gone? Because I'm scared. I literally right. have to hide every time he comes. Yeah. Because so now. So if if anyone for whatever reason jokes, wanted to way, see too. what our Michael Scott looks like, yes, who's because he's on The Office. Oh yes, <gasps> whose oh father God. did he play? He played Andy's father. So when Andy proposes to Angela, okay. they're extras for the fa- for the parents. Yeah, Andy's father. That is our legitimate Mike. That is actually that's the actually, owl, that's actual Stephen Whitebridge slash Mike. Yes, is that guy? Is that's, that legitimate actor? Yes. That who Andy? Andy, when he proposes to Angela, that episode. Which one's Andy? Andy is the one that is from Cornell. He sings a lot. Oh. Um, oh, his name's Andy. Yeah, of course. Uh, I can't yeah. think of that actor's name. Yeah. He's super funny. Well, not. I mean, he's funny, but he's. Oh, he's pretty somewhat funny. Somewhat funny. But when he is proposing <laughs> to Angela uh, during this like office party when. Angela. Angela. Oh, yeah. The blonde one? The blonde one. The blonde one. I thought, I, isn't Andy the one that had a crush on Kimmy Schmidt? Yeah, that's later in the season. Oh. Not, no, later gotcha, in the series, technically. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so when he's proposing to Angela, the two people they have step in for Andy's parents that come. Yeah. Because he tells Mike them. That's slash Mike. That is. Stephen Whitebridge. Stephen Whitebridge, yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. But if you ever see that episode and you remember this, you will see. You will see. How much he looks like Steve Carell. Yes. Like yes. it's like he should play Steve Carell's play older Steve brother. Carell. He should have played it in the English version, even though he's not English. No, no one's English. 
English people don't exist. I mean, I don't know if you know that. That's just a character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't believe that, do you? Uh, no, because n- met- no. Yeah. Because as, yeah. as someone who's lived in England, you should know of all people that English people are real. Hey, listen, uh, I know what I know. I just don't know what you know and what you don't know. And I mm. don't know the things that you think you know that you don't know. That was um, specific and not confusing. Want to hear something really horrible? Yeah, actually. There's this thing. Not horrible. There's the, oh, there's a name yeah. for this phenomenon. No, 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 no. It's called something like the Dunning-Kruger effect. Okay. And basically what it is, is <laughs> human beings lack the ability to know what they don't know. Okay. So for instance, if you, True. if well, you yeah. give 10 people, if you knew what you don't know, you would know what you don't know. What right. you don't know. So if you, so, so the test they did essentially was like, you give 10 people a test. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you interview them all and you say, how well did you do on the test? The people that think they didn't do so well did really well. Do way better than the people, the people that who thought, thought they, they did really well. Yeah. Yep. So basically, I think really what the theory is, stupid people don't realize they're stupid. Yep. Stupid people are too stupid to know that, that they're, they're stupid. stupid. That's Dunning-Kruger. They're so stupid that they think they're smart. They think they're brilliant. Yeah. 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 But the people that are actually... Smart. Smart. I think they actually have a they're grasp of how much they don't know. Well, yeah, because right? they're they're like, hey, okay, let's be logical here. How much did I really know? They're actually thinking about it instead of right. just, well, <laughs> pat myself Nailed on it. the back. Nailed it. Right. Mm-hmm. Is, I like that. Yeah. I just don't know which category I fit into. Although I'm pretty sure I'm an idiot, so maybe I'm brilliant. <laughs> is that possible? I want to know what that effect is. Maybe there is a thing where if you think you're a complete moron, maybe you're actually like a genius maybe. or something. I highly doubt it. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I love, Lu- I feel like, I feel like we skipped. Psych? But not that many people will psych. Movie is coming psych. out in December. It's going to be great. So Tulu has the same birthday as James Roday, the yes. star who stars as Sean Spencer on Psych. Psych is awesome. It is. I have the. Where's, I don't know Network. where that signed. We gotta find is. your signed T-shirt. I swear it's in the studio here. I don't. No, 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 no. I wouldn't bring it out here, sweetie. It's in your bedroom somewhere. I swear. So she got. So basically, you probably heard this story. So, what were you turning ten years old? I was turning ten. Was it only four years? Ago? No, I was. Maybe you're turning nine. I think I was nine. Yeah. So for her birthday, I, I'm pretty sure it was me. I with your mother's pushing because you know me i won't uh, i'm nervous about that stuff <laughs> i basically sent an email to the actor that plays woody on psych who's a coroner who's the coroner and whose daughter went to Toulouse school at that time or went there the year before or yeah whatever. that's what it was the year before we overlapped at one point and i said listen our daughter she's turning nine or ten or whatever she's doing and she's a huge fan of the show she has the same birthday but whatever so this actor who because i am hot i can't think of his name right now <laughs> Oh, that's horrible. Because um, I know his name. I just can't. Why don't I know his name? I know his I name. I feel so bad now because his daughter and Hudson actually ended up going to the same high school. Oh, yeah. And I still can't think of his name. That's, wow, that's the worst. That's really anyway, depressing. the story goes like this. So I write him an email. He writes back and says, okay, I'll tell you what. I'm going to. Well, this is what happens. So one day around Toulouse's birthday. I go and pick her and her brother up at school. 
And I say, I knew something was up. And I say, <clears throat> oh, wait, we got to stop at Starbucks and get a couple gift cards. Mom wants me to pick them up for some reason. And somehow you did know because I'm probably a very bad liar. Well, I knew, but you knew I something, knew something was, up. was up and I wanted to stay in the car. You, you wanted to stay in the car. And I was like, oh, she can't stay in the car. Because then that because the, the whole, whole thing point. is yeah. her not staying in the car. So I drag her out of the car and she and her brother and I go and we're about to walk into Starbucks. And I don't. And by the way, I think I blew the whole scene. Oh, yeah, you did. Because I think I was supposed to not see him. And then we were supposed to like talk. Oh, like really see him from afar. But I was so nervous about blowing <laughs> the whole thing that I was just like, hey, look, it's Woody from <laughs> But funny. he was so nice. He was. I freaked out. Didn't I start? I didn't. Did I you, cry? You might have you teared I, up a little bit. I think I teared up a little bit because it was, it's like seeing a rock star from oh, yeah. someone so, that you love. Yeah. And he's and, a great guy. He's so funny. The, the fact that I can't remember his name is horrifying. Because I just remember walking by. You were in front of me. Husband's behind me. I shouldn't remember this. I do. Yeah. And I remember looking over, and I did a double take, and I remember looking, and I was like, holy mother-forking shirt balls. <laughs> like, is that the god himself? I think it is. It is Woody from Psych. From Psych. And yeah. I, I started tearing up because I was so excited. I remember, like, shaking. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you know, we're going to take a picture. I was like, I can't, like, uh, uh, give him a uh, hug. Uh, uh, I'm shaking. Right. Yeah, but he had he brought you a signed T-shirt, signed t-shirt. which was signed Lassie, by Lassie Jules. Yeah, like and himself. Most, most of the cast, not the except two main, for the two main guys, which yeah. I was so disappointed. But yeah. it was okay. Hey, but settling. Hey, that's fine. Right, James Road Day was probably busy. It was his birthday too, right? Yeah, it was. And didn't he bring you a pineapple, which is kind of an inside joke at, on Psych? Wait, did he? I didn't think he brought that. I thought someone gave that to me as a present. I think Aaron Coyle gave me that as a present or something. For some reason, I thought he. Oh wow! Just you. said her name on the air. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Whatever. Love you, Aaron. Um, See there. Yeah. See now you're done. Now you're See now we're good. Anyway, he was so nice, and his no, name he was is... really, really great. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe it. That was probably one of the happiest days of my life. Let's just sit here quietly until, out of desperation, I think of his name because I'm so embarrassed. No, no, no don't do that to the two people that are listening to this. Uh, it might I... be three now. Really? Yeah. Can you check? No, I don't want to. Can I check? All right, you want to check? Really? I want to check. Let's All right, let's this. check. I'll check. Um, well, and it's not you really how many up. people are... Oh, wait, no. Wait, wait, it might say somewhere. See, now it says playing for one viewer, so maybe no one's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, somebody said, uh, the stream is a little laggy. I'm watching the Ohio State football game. Keep the podcast coming till Tulu. I still think the podcast about her commercial was a classic. Yeah. Well, she hasn't heard that one. So let's not talk about that. What? No, the commercial. Of the I did a podcast about the day you shot your commercial. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, God. See, now everyone at my school actually knows that that's a thing. Right. People come up to me like, oh, hey, you're oh, your new school in that. Like commercial that everyone was like talking about, and it's kind of embarrassing. What? Oh, really? Well, because random people in my like some of my classes mm. that I didn't show it to them directly, they're like, "Oh, hey, Tulu, I saw your commercial," and I think, Oops. "Oh shit!" The new girl was in yeah. a commercial. Let's watch it. Yeah, let's. They don't even like make fun of me. It's just the it's the fact that they've seen me when I was that young. You were pretty young. I was nine. Yeah. Nate? I don't know. 
uh, eight, Ten, not nine, Nate. Eight. Nate. I was you were Nate. Nate. I, was I think Nate. you were Nate and a half. I was Nate and a half. Yeah, I yeah. think so. And that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I was in Dairy Queen commercial too, but that never aired. And never. I was, I was so mad. You never saw it, but you got so many free smoothies that day. It was at first they were really good, and by the end of the day. They kept, like, throwing it all out and refilling it and not just refilling that little bit that I drank. Oh, is that right? So I was so They didn't want so you to get mad. your own germs. Yeah, because that happens. Right, sure. But I was so mad because they kept throwing away perfectly smoothies. So I thought, okay, there's a homeless guy outside that would probably kill for this. Yeah, nice why aren't Dairy they, Queen. Mm. Why are they just throwing it away? Because they would give us right. a new one in each shot. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole point was, like, here you go, kids. And right, we would drink right. it. And our mom was like, oh, it's so great. And, st- and she started dancing and we would act embarrassed. Oh, that was the whole yeah, point of the commercial. Right. And I was just so mad. And I kept thinking, okay, I could be drinking the rest of that. Stop throwing right. Can't it away. Can't we just put all these aside and I'll take them home? Exactly. Exactly. Right. Someone out there could be drinking these smoothies. My I'm mom really, could have but I have drank to say, the rest I'm, of yes. I'm surprised drank. you didn't throw up. Oh, no, I, I was going to. You had to. A, a good two or three gallons of. I probably altogether because they took so many shots. Oh yeah, it took a it it, it was a long shoot for what yeah. the length of the commercial was. It was well now that nobody's worried about how expensive film is. They just sh- they just shoot. They just shoot. Yeah, they, yeah. They, just, they think well then we'll just pay them more for the day that they worked. Yeah, but that's cheaper than film. So let's exactly. do it. Yeah, exactly. I don't remember. How much should I get paid for that Honda commercial? We should probably just say five dollars. I don't recall. You don't recall? It's it's uncouth to discuss it in public. I'll tell Ooh. you later. Oh, are we that? Yes. Besides, I don't remember. Are we that fancy? But you got scale. Yeah. Uh, for you know one cycle, whatever that would be. Yeah. Somebody else can do the math and let us know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you were awesome. See, that's the thing is they see the commercial and they're like, oh my god, she's awesome. And then there's really you know, yeah. it's not like your other school where they'd figure out a way to, I don't know what, turn it into something. Yeah. You know? But the thing is, that used to be a cool thing. It was me this other ki- me and this other kid at my old school who were like the actors. And he's actually, I think, in the next Avatar movie. No. I think so. I don't know. He's in some sort of movie. Good he was him. shooting. No, he was. he's doing Holy really cow. great. He, he's um, a good guy, right? Never mind. Anyway. I shouldn't ask your opinion. Yeah, of people. you sh- That's, really shouldn't. That's no. not going to go he was well. Perfectly fine. He was perfectly so listen. Um, oh, that, well, so that sounded really weird. So when your commercial was on, yes, we went to New York. So we're in oh, New yeah. York City. Okay, <gasps> I remember now that. listen. This is this is crazy to me. We're in New York City. Population mm-hmm. eighty-seven billion. It was, it was. I felt so special. Right? And we go to the, we're with our friends, Wendy and Svika, and they Wasn't take us to. Wasn't it a pasta? Like a, yes, a, it was a like super fancy yeah. pasta restaurant yep. in Chelsea Piers. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And we're standing in line and we're trying to decide what fancy pasta to order. Mm-hmm. And one of the ladies that works there turns to you and says, oh my gosh, you look just like the girl in that Honda commercial. And I was like, hey, guess what? <laughs> was. <laughs> and she was like, oh, my God. Really? No, so, I'm logging. <laughs> no, she was so excited no, that it yeah, was really She was you. so sweet. And I felt like, wow, I'm only nine. I'm already getting recognized by That's random people right, in baby. New York. Like, pat myself on the back. I felt so special. Who knew that would be the only time I would ever exactly. feel like that? Exactly. Hopefully, I mean, like, I want to pursue acting again. So hopefully I'll have, you know. 
yeah. an actual but like, let me, TV show. Let me say job. something about that. Um, if part of your reason to get, quote unquote, get into acting is hoping oh, to get no. recognized, trust me. No, 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 no. <laughs> They'll crush no, you before I mean, that happens. You know what I mean? And not to go back into kind of talking about like the craft of stuff that I've gone through, but I mean, mm-hmm. I I didn't like the auditioning Mm-mm. for acting when I was younger. I, I didn't like the auditioning. I hated it. Mm-hmm. I didn't love the work. It's hard. Because the, the job is preparing. Mm-hmm. There's only, you know, 10% of the actual job is doing that scene, doing yeah. that Right. Uh, and that's know, the actual job. Commercial. And then there's the other. And then that job is really only like one percent of being an actor. No, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah, the yeah. Act, like once you get cast, the acting part is, yeah, probably like whatever you it's said, maybe 10% or whatever. a day. I mean, right. if it's a movie, it's maybe a it's few probably weeks. A little different. But really, yeah. but you're you're trying on clothes. As yeah. long as, as long you as end up on, acting, the, on yes. the set working. Right. Yes. So. Yeah, that, that part I of it's spent very more time, like them sizing clothes on me, yeah, than actually doing that job, like acting in the, than actually right. acting through that job, yeah. yeah. So that, but as long as you're cool with that, I mean, that's the thing is, I wouldn't tell anyone to to do or not do that for their life, but you do have to be aware of the no, reality aware of, of like, sir, yeah, you have listen, to know you're not going to show it like there, yeah. no one is waiting for you. You got to love it. Because you're yeah. doing it for you. The yeah, truth is, no, I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, most actors work other jobs so they can subsidize the TV and film industry. <laughs> yes. Because, you know, yeah. only the people that are on every episode make a decent living. Everyone else is. Yeah. I mean, and it takes so long to really get to a point where people know your name even here and there. I have a right. friend, actually, who taught me for a while. Um Who's in a fairly big movie, actually, and she was on TV shows as a kid and commercials as a kid um, before she actually got recognized as we can, um, an actor. Hold on. There you go. Actress. You can say her name. Uh, her name is Grace Fulton. Because a lot of people might actually know yeah. it's Grace Fulton, right? Yeah. So Grace is in uh, Annabelle Creation 2. Right. Uh, she play, plays one of the, I think they're orphans or something. Yeah. Says so something of that nature. She's... Uh, she's the she older might be the one. only person in the movie that's about her age. Yeah, she's like older. She's older teenagerish, um, twenty. Yeah, very like light that. skin, dark hair. Yeah, yeah, she's twenty now. Yeah, but a lot of people might know her from. Although I don't know how many episodes. I think she that star. Was. Uh, she but had. She was in TV shows. Yeah, she played the young version of uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt's character on the. Whisperer, the yes, ghost whisperer, yes. ghost people, something. Yeah, I remember whatever that was. Yeah, yeah. So people might know her from there. Obviously, then she was. Yeah, but she's ten or whatever. There are now like articles on her about like, hey, Grace's love life. Let's get into it, Ew, guys. That, like, must, it, that must be weird for you because you know her so as a teacher. I know. A well, also, teacher. I <clears throat> I'm fairly certain that there's n- n- nothing in that arena that's happening right now in. But that's you can not always even, put out a press release, though, baby, because, well, also, listen, you got to get them talking. It's so weird for people of the press to actually be talking about her in that way, because I think... Right, someone that you know that you... Yeah, yeah. it's like, they're, you know, like, oh, more info to come. Well, you know, we're going to figure out more about our girl, Grace. And I think, just ask her. 
Yeah, I bet you like, could. I bet you could get her Twitter hard, in like ten seconds. It's not hard to figure out things about people as right. as much as they hey, make Grace, it out to be. Do you have a boyfriend? Hashtag just wondering. Hashtag seventeen magazine. Boom. Boom, and she'd say yes <laughs> or no. Right. It's really not that hard. No. And and it's just. But they're funny. trying to sell. The mystery and mystery, yeah. right? It's just funny to me for them to be talking about someone that I know on such a right. personal level. Right. Well, really not super personal, but she taught me one-on-one for no, but you a guys, couple years. Yeah, you guys have spent a lot of time together. Yeah. Well, and I wonder, too, you know, she may have somebody in her life managing her career, whatever, that says, listen, whenever they ask, just be cagey about it. Yeah, exactly. You know, keep them guessing. Yeah. Even if you have a boyfriend, don't, exactly. doesn't, just, just pretend yeah. like you're hiding something. No, exactly. Exactly. It was just very odd for people to talk to, yeah, know, like the public about, about, yeah, yeah. And I've yeah. seen her like she's doing. I mean, she's doing spectacular. She's. I think she just came back from England. Oh my! Uh, doing like um, haunted houses and you know, like oh, for, I see. To kind of press stuff for mm-hmm. Annabelle's for creation. Annabelle? Yeah. See, I thought you were gonna say that she was in England shooting something where she's, you know. The mm. member of a royal family from no, medieval oh, England. Because she seems like she'd be great for that. Well, like, she'd be, she's practically porcelain you know, skin. Porcelain you know. princess. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. She's, yeah, she's really, really great. Maybe they'll do a Snow White reboot and she can play Snow she White. She would kill it. She really she, would. Yeah, no, she'd be <laughs> she really spectacular. Would. Yeah. All right, well, listen, baby, let's wrap it up. Next time you're, uh, if you'll do another podcast, sure. next time let's um, not be so serious. We, we've introduced you. We've gone through the therapy yeah, session. Yeah, we've gone through like my we've drummed into everyone's head that you know they have to work hard. Why do we go through hard. my feelings? Though? I know that's gross. Like you're not a psychiatrist. I'm not Frasier. You're not Frasier. Favorite, favorite, I knew there was a show that I wasn't either Martin or Niles. Really? Yeah, probably Martin. Actually, you know what? There's pros and cons. Honestly, there Niles are. is really awkward right. and cerebral. But and Marty Martin's, is a party. Marty, party, Marty, Marty, right. party. Let's have a brief before we go. Oh, let's just tell everyone two things. Number one, highly recommend The Good Place. Number two, worried that it might have already jumped the shark this season. That makes me sad. But you really like The Good Place, too, right? No, I love it. It's just it's not as funny as it was the last season. And they kind of and don't and don't reveal any any any. Spoilers. But they already. But um, it's a great show. Watch the first season. I guess is what we're, what we're. Yeah, I mean, and all I will say is that they kind of fleshed out the entire story in just the first season. They could have taken right. their time with everything. There was so much more right. for all the characters to learn. Yeah, um, yeah, because they, they got to, to the end of that season, it. and then you're like, "Well, that's awesome, but but uh, what are you going to do for this? Why would we watch the show after? Yeah, that? exactly. It's not going to be a comedy that is going to go through." seven seasons it's right it, there's not enough material i'm scared that they're gonna hardly get through season two but that's it'll just be opinion. interesting to see how they yeah figure or if they figure out how to keep that uh, yeah afloat. A, you know and it's a very very good show but it's really good yeah yeah but they gotta i think maybe the writers changed or something because yeah but Kristen bell is awesome she's i mean well she's Kristen bell yeah pretty much absolutely so listen let's wrap it up because i really need to open that door and I'm hungry. Oh, you are hungry? I am hungry. Yeah, you and I are hungry. Usually a couple hours. That's it. Yeah, seriously. Okay. Tulu, class, I love you. I love you too. That'd be weird if you didn't. That would be. Well, I hope. That would be very weird because like having so much show. of my life 
<laughs> revolves around what I'm doing. With yeah. the fact that I love you, that yeah, oh, if I that would be really. That'd be. I don't even know what that would be. That would be yeah, like. Yeah, that wouldn't work out very well. I'd be a host at Westworld or something. Like, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know what the heck would All happen. Right. But listen, so thanks. Thank you for finally coming on the show. But um, no problem. Yeah, next time. Um, we'll be more comedic. Let's be. Yeah, let's be funny. Because you're very funny, oh, but we got thanks. we really got down into like the feels. Why did we right? do that? I don't know. Uh, it's because how it's long hot. are your podcasts usually? They're usually an hour. Okay. We've we've done it. Because some of that, you know, some of that timer. Let's see. Oh, I don't know which button to click anymore. I hope this is recording. <laughs> oh yeah, it's recording. Oh it wow, is. an hour thirteen. But some of that was like rampant. Banter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll cut it. I'll cut it down to like ten. Cut minutes. it down. All right. Like this part that we're talking about. It, especially this part right here. This will not be in the show. No. No. All right. Uh, so that's the bitterest pill. This is the end. Uh, thank you to everyone that supports the show on Patreon. Uh, a virtual assistant. Who? Who are the big? Like, there's a whole list. The bitterest pill is made possible by the generous supporters through our Patreon campaign. Patrons like Megan, Brom Lasagna, Jay Savastano, Peter Chase, Jim Cariotis, Mike Hamilton, Jeff Short, Rob Usadin, Dave Jackson, Harold Goldner, Flores, Tom Carroll, David Chase, and Gerard Cortinez. Thank you to you and all of our generous Patreon supporters. If you'd like to help make the show possible, you'll find the link on www.thebitterstpill.com. All right, Tulu, thank you for being here. Yeah, my um, pleasure. I don't know that we have any food in the house, by the way, because we don't really live here. It's fine. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, we really don't. All right, um, I'll talk to you next week where I'll probably, next week, talk about podcast movement, which I was going to talk about today, but then, you know, when I'm fetching young lass that you've been trying to get on the show for a decade agrees you know well, the, I agreed listen, a while you, ago. You clear, yeah but i haven't been doing the show for, oh, a, couple, for a while oh yeah, yeah this is like moving. the second show yeah because we were moving and God, stuff moving like that schools yeah. everything yeah. Yeah. yuck okay so uh say goodbye Gracie. all right bye thank you bye norm peterson Music in this episode by Monkey Warhol. The Bitters Pill Podcast is produced by Jacket Media, makers of fine podcasts since 2004.